Mike Staley Podcast. Mike Staley Podcast. Episode 1565, 1565. It's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont, the last place on earth. Some shows start off with me all prepared. Some shows start off with me with a bunch of stuff that I know I want to talk about, and other shows are like, meh. What? I'm recording? Oh, I better say something important now. Mike's Daily Podcast. I should script everything out. Because that's what that's what a good podcaster would do. Can you tell? Mike's Daily Podcast. Can you tell I'm still bitter that I didn't get that job with that podcast that everyone listens to? But hey, it probably won't last because it's not called This American Life. And as I was walking down a street in Benicia, holy crap, why the hell did I pick a word to rhyme with Benicia? Uh, facetious. That was a stretch. Mike's Daily Podcast. <laughs> I... I was walking down the street in Benicia with Mike's my dog Daily Basil the Boxer Podcast. <laughs> yeah. And there was I heard a lady and this guy, they were millennials. They were tattooed. The uh, they were hipsters more. And the guy had a big beard and was really large and could barely fit in his tiny tiny jeans, tiny pants, tiny hipster pants. And they're walking along and she's pretty big and pierced up and tatted up. And she says to him, hey, look, you just walked in. She says, oh, I enjoy this American life. They were talking about holidays. (laughs) And I'm like, you have rubbed salt in my wound. I cannot stand hearing about this American life and how everybody, when they think of podcasts, They got to listen to Ira Glass. Podcasting with Ira Glass. Several people walked in. They're just staring at me. Waiting for me to address them. Or not. I don't know what they want. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly. She wanted to give Jeff's supervisor. I love this American life. It's very informative. And this is Floyd the Foreman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. We really enjoy this American life, too. Mm-hmm. Ira Glass has glasses. It's in his name! Ira Glass! And here's today's podcast picture. It's like if my name was Mike Baldnews. Baldews. I'm changing my name to Mike Baldews because, as I have noticed on Facebook, there's this stupid jackass! <laughs> And by jackass, I mean a donkey. <laughs> who name? His name is Michael Matthews, or I, uh, yeah. So when you type my name, Mike Matthews, you get him, and he's this good-looking buff guy, incredibly steroided out, and he always gets my damn people trying to find me, and it's. Mm, mm. I thought I'd be the only Mike Matthews, but I am not because Mike Matthews apparently is a name like uh, John Smith. Everybody has that name. His name is my name, too. I want to show you a picture of in the podcast picture today. Should I of the little 
there's this little area in Benicia since I was speaking of Benicia and that I went there with Basil the boxer it will be a picture from Benicia I haven't decided yet I can't find yet I I think I've posted a picture before of this cool house that has the geodesic dome and and, and the geodesic dome but it's not a full-on geodesic dome like the one in Epcot it's kind of like somebody made the triangles that make up a geodesic dome made the triangles really big and didn't make the dome very huge so it's sort of like a bunch of triangles fell on top of each other in a pile and this is the dome they ended up with but oh man it was so windy in Benicia in fact it sounded a little something like this yeah good lord windy everyone knows it's windy okay that was we took you back in time to an association song so by association I would like to say Facebook has this thing where you can block certain people that post a lot that you see come up in your feed and I tried it because as I've mentioned before I do not like green eggs and ha I do not like the uh, way that Facebook here I'm opening Facebook now because I'm a, a timeline I hate the timeline and news what they call news feed uh, somebody just posted by the way it's like the old days back on the weed train dude is actively smoking a blunt at the end of the car oh she's yeah that happens a lot in the Bay Area I'm really sick of it. The public transportation, someone's always smoking dope. They're smoking dope on the, and it's not good, it's not good. Yeah, that's a good one. No, it's not. Don't roll that blunt on the bus. The blunt bus. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and it just reeks in the Bay Area. <sighs> but I said to my Facebook, okay, so you got the news feed which defaults to top stories. So what happened was at one time, Mark Zuckerberg, when he first had Facebook, it was like a um, most recent. It was, you were just seeing posts as they were being posted in a timeline, in a sort of historical fashion. fashion. And it was a real timeline before timeline. Do you remember timeline started in like 2009 or 10, I remember commenting on it. I'm like, oh look, Facebook's changing stuff again. And it was around the time, I might be getting all my history wrong, but The Social Network came out and I saw that movie and I saw the kind of guy Mark Zuckerberg is, or according to the dude that writes, Aaron Sorkin um, and Jesse Eisenberg, er, 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 and I was like, why this guy, Why am I on this guy's website all the time when he's like this and he's made so much money off of me? And I posted something way back because it, it dawned on me, this guy named Ray Gonzalez got me onto Facebook and I went to high school with him. And I seen him at, I've been to two re, uh, high school reunions. I didn't go to my third because I said, what's the point? Facebook is the high school reunion website. If, if people that I want to see, I see there. I don't want to see them in person. These peop, 
people uh, annoyed me in high school. Why do I want to see them in person? If I really want to see them in person, they're a friend of mine and I'm going to see them in person anyway. But this guy, Ray Gonzalez, is the one that said, you should join Facebook, sent me an email or something. And I clicked on it and I went, uh, maybe I should. And this is 2009. So I've been on Facebook now. Nine years. I sound like Mr. Dick Cheney right now. We got to go to war. We got to go to war with Iraq and Iran. But first we'll go with war with Saddam Hussein because the guy, the Dixie Chicks, love him. And we got to go to war against him. And guns should be allowed, and you should have bump stock. I don't know what Trump's talking about. We, you should... we had to make the move, and we decided to make the move. No, no, no. Everyone's got to have a machine gun. And that's how it'll be work. It'll work. Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. Yeah, he's not really a politician. He's a TV reality star. So that was what happened back when with Facebook and it just it so uh, my whole thing is Facebook is going the wrong direction has always been going the wrong direction has never done anything right and this whole Russian thing where they got caught and I say it's better to get along with Russia than not they got caught with their pants down and it was it all came to a head last Friday and I don't have that footage of Mr. Uh, the Department of Justice dude. And hey, yeah, the Russians spent a million dollars a day on Facebook and they manipulated the elections. People were getting their news from Facebook because this and this I pull from the daily, the New York Times uh, podcast that they came out with yesterday where they were discussing how Facebook used to be. A historical sort of thing where you were you would go on and you were seeing it in chronological order as how people were posting but then somewhere along the line Mark Zuckerberg was no you know we need people to be on more often and people are getting bored with just seeing their family members posting pictures of their dog of uh, in Benicia so why don't we do this thing we'll do an algorithm and we'll get people to, we'll get the more interesting things, the things that people have been liking a lot, because back then all they had was the like button. And we'll, the people that comment the most, those podcasts, uh, those posts rather, which may or may not include podcasts, although that's really the only thing I post on my Facebook is the podcast. So as you may or may not know, that's really all I care about is the podcast. And when I post a podcast picture on Facebook, I always like write a little something in a post, sort of what's going on real quick. But I figure if you really want to know what's going on with Mike Matthews, posting it on Facebook, you're not going to ever see it anyway. So I put it in the podcast. But they, so he puts the algorithm in to Facebook, and now you're seeing the stuff that, that wins the popularity contest. Then he goes, well, I want really, I want to generate, we're, we're public now, we're trading on the stock exchange, we need to make money, we need to prove that our advertising works, uh, let's do it, so we'll also push to people products and news stories and things that will engage them in, and viral videos, and we'll just push it all and people will, you know, will we'll grab it and throw it in people's faces. 
And that's what happened. And now they've been caught with the pants down because of the past election and the fact that the Russians took advantage of it. Oh, by the way, there was that little time too, very recently, just a few years ago, during just as the elections were, or just as the campaigning was taking place leading up to the election, where Facebook, hey, somebody from Facebook who really wasn't even an employee, they were contracted out, said, hey, I'm conservative. And I noticed that Facebook didn't put, doesn't ever talk about conservative things in their news stories that they have. And so Facebook went, oh God, okay. All right, we've we've been caught with our pants down. Our pantalones. And so what we need to do is uh, just, what we'll do is we will just show it's trending as a topic and we won't, we won't go there. We, we, we'll fire our editorial staff, which they did. They fired their editorial staff that was finding news stories. And that's when the Russians creeped in. That's when the Russians said, ha ha, let's spend a bunch of rubles on Facebook. And, and, we'll, and we'll make these really flashy graphics. And we'll come up with all kinds of ways to, well, cause a stir. Is what they were trying to do Cause a stir To stir us up As Americans Not necessarily Yes they helped Trump win And they helped But they were more interested In causing a stir Getting us wild up Getting Mike Matthews To talk about it on the podcast Getting Elizabeth Warren To talk about it America elected Donald Trump And yeah The Russians helped So that's what they've done, and that's what they continue to do. They're still finding that they are finding ways to get onto. In fact, with the whole shooting in Florida, they have been on Twitter and Facebook. Their bots have been on posting stuff that would make someone on the more liberal spectrum like myself stir me up, stir conservative, if that's possibly you, up. By saying, oh, they want to take our guns away. Uh, you know, all you got to do now is show any footage of any of the kids that spoke in the past couple of days. Very eloquently, I would say. I mean, so eloquently, super eloquently. These kids, one on Friday I heard on NPR, I forget his name. But he was just right down the line. And it is it is so laser focused now. These kids that have been through this. They are, look, it's this way. We're going to vote you out, period. We're going to vote you out. If you are taking money from the NRA, bye-bye. We're done with it. My friend, I saw my friend get killed. We're done with it. And these, and, and, and you've heard some very passionate things. Uh, maybe you've seen it online. Maybe you heard it in the news or watched it on the news. Very passionate things. These kids are, they have a mission and they're done. And these are going to be the most powerful kids. It reminded me of something that was the, it, it, like the Me Too movement. It's like enough. Enough is enough. We keep seeing over and over people turned a blind eye. We would hear sexual harassment stories over the years and constantly the head was turned and people didn't care and, and moved away. And we had uh, this happen over and over again with the guns. So now it's like enough is enough. And Trump is even, okay, so we get to that story now about Trump and his uh, meeting that he did. 
uh, uh, he was at the with Marjorie Stoneman, Douglas High School students, as a listening session with the high school students yesterday. He said, uh, it in the that if one of the victims, a football coach, had been armed, he would have shot, and that would have been the end of it. Um, and so I don't actually have that story in front of me, just about could armed teachers stop shootings was the question that they were asking on the Associated Press. That's something my mom believes. Yeah, the teachers should all be loaded up. And then a house survivor of the Florida school shooting became the victim of an online conspiracy. That's going on. Uh, David Hogg, he uh, was one of the... Oh, that was an interesting thing too. So the students that survived the shooting, they are survivors. It's just, it's, that's what they are. They survived a horrible, horrible event. And Dennis Prager yesterday, I heard him say, well... They're not really survivors. I mean, it's not. He was trying to argue that they weren't survivors, and I could not believe what I was hearing. I don't have that audio, but wow, he stepped in it. And he could tell when he first started saying that, he kind of backed away real quick. And then he said, No, wait a minute. I have to prove that. I have to say this. He's very analytical, but he sometimes gets and paints himself into a corner. But uh, a week after the shooting, online media sites, including YouTube, swelled with false allegations that David Hogg was secretly a crisis actor. Oh, that's a horrible term. Horrible term. Playing the part of a grieving student in local and national television news reports. Crisis act. Gosh. People. And that's the world we live in. People can say what they want, but they say some stupid things. So, as Gabby Gifford, the shooting survivor, rolled out anti-gun ads attacking uh, Rick Scott, the Florida governor, and calling him out over his inaction on gun violence and ties to the National Rifle Association, Marco Rubio got booed during a CNN town hall where the father of a Parkland shooting victim demanded that he address the role of guns in the massacre. At the Douglas High School Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School And the USA and Let's get to some more positive news Shall we And get away from All the viral and the crazy And the what Jocelyn Lamoureux Davidson Scored the deciding goal In the shootout round To lead the US to a 3-2 Victory over Canada Damn Canadians With their Delicious maple syrup and their wonderful rock bands. Take off, you hosers. And that snapped the Americans' 20 year gold medal drought. Way to go. As we go outside a cafe, and we are going outside a cafe anyway, we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. Well, we kind of went all over the place. We. Oh, we applaud the team, the USA team. Good job. And yes, that's the end of the show. I would, oh, but I freaking didn't get to talk about Billy Graham. Billy Graham had, so I went to a Baptist high school 
uh, Baptist uh, kindergarten through junior high. I went to a Baptist school and they gave me a book that Billy Graham wrote and it was called World on Fire or World of Flame. I talked about it on Twitter yesterday and it's it was all about how the world was going to end in the 1980s like something like by 1985 the world would be over and I'm a little kid when this book comes out and I see this and I'm freaked out so that's what I remember Billy Graham most for but yeah he was able to he as the messages have been his message as the news has been saying across the spectrum politically was that Billy Graham really didn't get too political he spoke to any president he spoke to all the presidents from basically uh, Truman up to or actually Truman didn't want to talk to him because he thought that Billy Graham was just going to use it for his you know to get more popular to talk to the president but presidents after him spoke to him up through Obama and uh, then he and so he died at 99 and basically his message of forgiveness of uh, you know Jesus Christ but yeah he tried to basically there was a book that apparently was attributed to him but some people say he really didn't write it because it was later in his life and he couldn't have possibly written it because he was really old and not writing stuff so they he that was more uh, crazy but there was a big story about that on NPR yesterday that I enjoyed, but I was in the process of getting ready for today because today is the big day that at my work, the owner of the of the company that's rather huge and has radio stations in major markets across the country, including right here in San Francisco, the owner is coming by today. So I had to figure out a nice pair of clothes, pull, up, pull out a nice pair of clothes to wear today and get ready for that. So what's funny, and I'm gonna end on this, is what's going to be absolutely hilarious. Oh, and by the way, Facebook, the stuff that I thought was, you know, it says, do you want to block posts like these? And I clicked on that, and it's not. So as I wrap this up, uh, when the big wigs come by, it's always funny to watch. And where did we get the expression big wigs? Seriously, I need a big wig on my big bald head. They, the people act so awkward. It is so funny to watch the employee awkwardness when the bigwigs come by. They just, I'm gonna enjoy that. I love that, I wish I could film that and put it on Facebook. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. Have a wonderful day. Hey, those are some nice pants. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.